0: everybody and welcome back to another fine wonderful exciting episode of yet another bullshit podcast my name is dalton and joining me this week is my good buddy
1: jeremy how you doing dalton i'm
0: doing all right man i'm doing all right i've had a boring, boring past few days but uh Looking to uh, cure that boredom now with some good conversation, my brother. How are you doing? What you been up to?
1: Doing all right. It's actually been a pretty good week for me. Um, the F1 season kicked off this weekend, and my team, Ferrari, got a 1-2 finish. So, that was really nice. Um,
0: now, a 1-2, I know nothing about F1. So, 1-2 finish, they finish in first and first second? First and
1: second, yeah. Nice. Nice. So. That's
0: good. That's what's up, man.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Went to see the Batman last night, which I'll talk about a little bit later. A little bit of spoiler-free review. Um, and as you know, I don't think our listeners know, I'm a huge fan of Joe Exotic. So I wrote him a letter in prison and got a letter back from him this week, which made my whole night last night or two nights (laughs) ago, I think. Um, so I was going to read it on the show, forgot to grab it. So maybe we'll do that next week or maybe we'll do that on an extra episode. Um, how about you? Anything interesting this week at all?
0: Uh, I mean, I... Today, I decided to finally migrate my operating system over to my SSD, and uh, it's fucking world's difference. a world's difference.
1: Oh, dude. I like, was always the type of person that was like, oh, SSDs are bullshit. You get so little storage space for your money. You can get so much more on an uh, HDD. And then I got an SSD, and I was like, holy shit, this is so fast. Like I, yeah. I can't go back now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's gotten to the point where, like, I've got, a, I got my SSD internal, and then I have the one that my operating system was on, which is a hard drive, and then I have another 3-terabyte hard drive. And I basically just keep the majority of my games on the big 3-terabyte hard drive, but the ones that I really want to play and I know are, like, graphically intense... I throw them on the SSD, and they just they just run so smooth, dude.
1: And, dude, owning a video game store, I've had so many friends reach out to me and say, oh, you know, what's the what's the best SSD to buy for my PS5 to expand it? And I tell them, honestly, buy a hard drive. Buy a standard external hard drive. You're going to get a hell of a lot more space for a lot less money. Plug it into your PS5. Keep the majority of your games on that. Keep the two or three games you're wanting to play on the internal SSD and when you finish a game, swap it to the hard drive, swap something else in its place, you save a lot of money. But I don't think my advice gets taken very often. <laughs> well,
0: that's like on my uh, my custom firmware PS3. I'll take and I'll transfer. Uh, so PS1 games and PS3 games will work natively, but with PS2, you have to do some finagling unless you put them directly on the PS3. So I've got on. Uh, I have a three another three terabyte uh external hard drive hooked up to my PS3 with just a ton of stuff on it. Oh nice. So I'll access um like an old PS2 game and I'll just put it on there. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll put it on the system itself and then play it that way. Oh, yeah. Although what's been nice is because it's a first gen PS3, like all of these wonderful discs that I have over here work on it too. Oh so, sweet. You know it's like, oh fuck yeah, I can actually play Guitar Hero. You know what I mean? Oh, Even yeah. I have a PS2 Actually, I have two PS2s laying around, and I have the Guitar Hero controller that is a PS2 controller, so it's like, I can only play that on there, but that was that was a bad example for my PS3, but <laughs> you, you get what I mean.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, those PS2 to PS3 uh, controller adapters are crazy expensive now, too. Like, I oh, get dude, people really asking about those all the time.
0: I didn't even know they existed, so that yeah. tells you that they're probably rare. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man so dude i want to hear about the batman Only, so, i haven't seen it so. so
1: i'm a huge batman fan um the movie was about three hours long um wow. and we went at like 8 30 night after me my girlfriend and a couple of friends we'd all worked yesterday we'll go out watch the movie personally i loved it it was very long i felt it flowed very well it's more of a more of a detective batman story versus uh going and beating the shit out of everybody's story
0: i've kind of seen where uh, people have described it as like noir almost yeah so it's I,
1: very I, okay. very noir very dark um the people i was with all said it could have been about an hour shorter personally like i i kind of like boring shit as you know with my farming simulator games and stuff yes, yes, sir. um I was cool with it. I thought they told the story really well. I was a little hesitant going in about the Riddler's costume, but without spoilers, it's probably the best Riddler that's ever been in a live-action movie or TV show or anything. Which there's not a lot to compare it to, but I think he did an uh, Paul Dano did an amazing job. Um, The movie's worth seeing. Like it's a long movie. If you want to wait till it comes out on home video, so you can kind of take a break halfway through. But yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Definitely dark, not ready.
0: This is going to loop into a conversation that we have later about pet peeves. But I personally don't mind long media. Like somebody sends me a 15 minute song or they send me a 45 minute YouTube video. Like that doesn't bother me. I have friends, and I know those friends are probably listening, and I do love you guys. I don't think I'm knocking you, but I have friends that if I send them a video that's over 15 minutes, I can almost guarantee you that they're either A, not going to watch it, or B, they're going to skip around through it and miss the whole point. You know what I mean?
1: And I'll say I'm probably one of those friends. I'm weird about that kind of stuff.
0: it's, it's It's the bane of my existence, and at the same time, I understand, because I'm a very, like, I want the longest things possible so i can absorb as much information as possible so like oh go ahead.
1: and if i have the time i will try to watch stuff like that if it's not ridiculous um because i know how it feels i'll be like oh yeah check out this new song i really love it you go to show it to somebody and they play on their phone the whole time or they talk or they do something else they don't actually listen to it kind of sucks it's like hey i'm sharing a part of me with you and you're blowing it off
0: that is another one of my biggest pet peeves in the entire fucking world is people talking when I'm trying to show them music. I, there have been so many times I've looked at my buddy, Dustin and went, Dustin, shut the fuck up for five minutes, just five minutes. And then I'll listen to you talk about star Wars, whatever you want to talk about, shut the fuck up for five minutes. But then as we got like to where we hung out with each other for years and years and years, it got to the point where me and Dustin both would be looking at somebody like, shut the fuck up. We're trying to show you some songs. (laughs) Like, Yep. Um, but about, about the Batman, you had mentioned something to me that I thought was kind of intriguing. The uh, The guy who played Penguin, I, yeah. you told me his name and I can't remember. Uh, it was
1: actually Colin Farrell, which surprised a lot of people because he had really, really heavy uh, special effects makeup on. And it's really hard to tell it's actually him.
0: You said something about they, they didn't let him, uh, what was it? Yeah, he wanted a cigar. As you know, the classic
1: Penguin always smoked a cigar. Warner Brothers (coughs) makes the movie. Warner Brothers owns DC Comics. They have a strict no-smoking policy in their movies, and he apparently adamantly fought them about it at every turn, uh, even going on to say, like, let me just have it without lighting it. And they were like, no, you know, we don't want children to think it's okay to smoke, which, like, kids don't care about that anymore. They're vaping and shit now. They don't care about cigarettes.
0: Yeah, but right. uh, yeah, like
1: he fought for it and they were like, absolutely not. We're not going to let you smoke a cigar in our movie, which it would have been cool to see it, but it doesn't necessarily detract from his character any in the movie. But yeah, it's just it's interesting. Certain rules, certain companies have for that kind of stuff. Like, I think we had a listener topic that you were going to discuss about that.
0: Yeah. So, Adam uh shout out to adam and his podcast revival and extinction uh he's he's a good buddy and he hit me up and was like telling me about this game that he's been playing so on his podcast he's going through this year he's going to play through all of the mainline assassin's creed games from worst oh, that, to best. Is,
1: that is a daunting task
0: yeah and he said that he doesn't want to play the good ones first and then have to slog through the old ones. so he's going to slog oh, yeah. through the, the the bad ones And then he's going to progressively make his way up to the really, really good ones. And I was like, "Ah, that's probably the smart way to do that for sure.
1: Tell him to start with, I think it's Assassin's Creed uh, China, I think it's called. It's a side scroller and it's just the weirdest damn Assassin's Creed game ever.
0: I don't know what list he's using. I think the first one that he did was Unity. Yeah, I've heard bad uh, things about Unity. It was either that or Syndicate. I'd have to look, but I don't have it pulled up right this second. But I listened to him about, uh, talk about it the other day, and his, his basic opinion was like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> There's nothing special about it. But uh, anyway, he, he brought up a thing where the game that he's playing as kind of a palate cleanser between his Assassin's Creed games is a game called Lake. And I had never heard of Lake. And apparently, it's just like a, a little game where you play as a male lady and you're just like trying to deliver people's mail, and like there's a lot of uh, world building and conversations between characters, things like that. And the game wasn't allowed to be released in Australia at first because there's a scene with a joint in it,
1: which is and ludicrous then, to me.
0: Wait, dude, it's a fucking joint, but it gets worse. So in order to have that appealed, like it costs them ten thousand Australian dollars.
1: That's insanity. Uh,
0: and, dude, that yeah, because I don't know what the exchange rate is, but I know Australian stuff is like more expensive than American stuff. So I want to say I looked it up the other day, and it's
1: like, uh, it's actually the opposite of that. It was like a dollar, like a dollar there was like eighty-seven cent here or something like that. Like it's a little bit cheaper, but it's not much.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Well, their their stuff costs more. Yes. at least yes. like like uh like he'll send me things for like games on steam that are on sale for like 40 dollars here that are like 55 dollars Australian yeah, yeah. yeah so i'm just like oh man i'm glad, glad i don't have to pay those so anyway um so the studio got it appealed apparently and my thing is a this is an indie studio so like how hard was it for an indie studio to come up with 10 grand to drop on possibly oh, yeah. getting their game you know because the thing is is you can pay for this and then they could tell you to go fuck yourself and then you're just out that 10 grand yep basically um so they got the the okay, because the thing was, is it was okay on PC, but they were not going to let it be released on consoles. And now it's released on consoles, but it's like the Australian equivalent of adults only, which is like R18+. plus. Yeah. For one scene, or maybe two scenes, with a joint. So Just basically what you're
1: saying is you can run around stabbing people in the neck and murdering civilians and stuff and that's perfectly fine but you like that doobie up in australia and it's a porno game
0: well it's it's got the same rating as doom eternal over in australia and i'm like dude if you compare gameplay videos between <laughs> lake and doom eternal there is a major major fucking difference as in oh, yeah. there is like no blood in lake and there is blood soaking everything in doom yep. <laughs> It's just fucking wild, man. I I I wonder what what it would take to change something like that over there, and it would probably be a lot.
1: It's funny to me because every Australian I know are just the most crazy people I've ever met in my life. They're just buck wild. They're tough as nails, but then they have some of the craziest laws over there. Like you could go there's places in Australia you can get pulled for one kilometer an hour over the speed limit and get like a five thousand dollar fine. Like, but every Australian Jesus. I've ever met loves fast cars. Like, I just don't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how Adam feels about fast cars. We've never talked about that. But I i can assure you, he could probably beat me up. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was Aussies, man. I hate to make the, the joke, but, you know, there's always the, that's not a knife, this is a knife <laughs> yeah. type thing. You know, and I... Like I said, like I don't know Adam personally, but the few Australians I've met in my actual like day to day life, yeah, for one hundred percent, they look like that. They would just be like, "Oh fuck you, mate," and tear your fucking head off, yeah,
1: pretty much, and, and with a smile on their face, like it's just it's just another day at the office.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so something that I had uh, on the mind was bands that you're glad kind of came and went like they had their time in the spotlight and now you don't really have to hear them anymore. And you're just really thankful for that.
1: Uh I have to think on that one a little bit. I'll let you take the lead on it. I'm sure you have a few examples.
0: Yeah, I, I do. Uh crazy town being one of them uh, uh, yeah. with their, that butterfly song, like the, the rap rock thing. Uh, I'm kind of glad it came and went, but then again, like there was some stuff that's alright. like I'll still jam some Limp Biscuit from now and then. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, it's, I, I more so listen to them because I really respect Wes Borland as a guitar player. Like, he did not show off his skills in, uh, in Limp Bizkit, much like the guitar player in Godsmack does not show off his skills in Godsmack or the bass player uh, or the Basically, everybody in Godsmack is way better than they lead on. It's just they play what makes money. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. And that's kind of sad about the corporate industry of music is like, yeah, you can't necessarily be yourself. You have to do what's going to get you paid and make the label money or they're going to drop you and you're going to be back to playing garage shows and stuff like that
0: yep yeah Uh, another one that comes to mind is buck cherry
1: yeah yeah they kind of kind of one hit wonder
0: yeah yeah it's just man there's just some bands that annoy the shit out of me Um, a lot of them are like these uh what people call screamo
1: oh yeah yeah
0: and and this loops in with the pet peeve thing of mine where i'd be listening to like cannibal corpse and somebody who doesn't know shit about dick would be like oh you're listening to that screamo stuff Hmm. like no no i'm actually not and if fucking corpse grinder heard you call quick cannibal corpse screamo he might literally bite your head off (laughs) (laughs) do one i can say
1: he's not gone per se but like i loved his music originally have no interest in anymore is probably kid rock like you're speaking of the rap rock stuff and like when yeah. he first came on the scene he wasn't bad but like he just got worse and worse and now he's just way out there in, in right field i guess you would say because he's definitely not swinging left
0: oh yeah he, he like that first album he did i think uh devil without a cause i think is what it was called oh yeah Had there like- was some ball with the ball cowboy oh, yeah. uh yep. bull god like there was some good shit on that There's album some
1: bangers on that album
0: and then the second album he did was all right like american badass i think is what it yeah. was called and that wasn't bad i mean hell that was undertaker's theme for a while yeah um but then you got where he did that song with cheryl crow yeah. which i think was on american badass and i fucking hate that song <laughs> uh and then he released that that weird like mix of Sweet Home Alabama and Werewolves of London with his own lyrics oh, over man. it. And
1: yep.
0: <coughs> <coughs> While that song was catchy, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I don't I don't explain it's an earworm song that I hated.
1: I could say one more that's not gone le- yet, but I will be glad when the trend is gone is K pop. I'm not saying K pop bands make bad music. It's more the violent obsession over k-pop that's currently going on
0: that's a weird thing that i see on the internet yeah like i don't know how that became a thing i I don't remember people acting like that over nsync and backstreet boys i mean i know they had their fans and stuff but they
1: did yeah they
0: were
1: obsessed (laughs) like uh nsync backstreet boys um new kids on the block is the one i see so many like 50 year old women now who still Obsess over New Kids on the Block. So it was Ooh. there for sure. Marky Mark.
0: The funky bunch. No, who was in New Kids on the Block? Was it Marky mock um, Mark His
1: or? brother. Uh, Donnie, I think. Was what was it, the... Donnie Wahlberg that was in uh, New Kids on the
0: Block. It. And then there was... Was it Menudo that had Ricky Martin? I think so. I I, I think. I, it's just so random. It's always funny to just see the breakouts from those types of things. Oh, yeah. You know what like, I
1: mean? Like uh, Destiny's Child has... Broken Beyonce, out into two people yeah. that nobody care about anymore, and one of the most famous billionaires in the world.
0: In yeah, sync, Justin Timberlake. Yep. And then like the other guys. <laughs> yep. uh, Backstreet Boys. I, I maybe Nick, whatever his name was, Nick Carter. Maybe he, him, but I.
1: Not even him because I know his little brother had a Aaron Carter gonna, had a little thing like he had that song where he dunked on Shaq in the music video. And like I a beat shack, Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, I don't know. I don't know if any of them actually made it as a successful solo career.
0: I'll tell you one thing about like a, a band trend that I hope comes and goes is mumble rap. See, and I I've always been on the other side of that argument
1: where I don't still don't a hundred percent know what mumble rap is. But there are some songs that are considered mumble rap that I actually like.
0: Well, and that that's a thing with me is that a lot of rappers these days, like regardless of your rap skill, they have really, really good beats. Oh, and yeah. And that the, goes a long way.
1: The production in these, in these rap songs now is insane. But something I'll argue too is most of them to me are interchangeable. They're almost like the same song almost. Like, you have some breakout hits in modern rap, but a lot of it is just the same thing, just almost like a a different coat of paint on the same fence.
0: Yeah, it's like that Lil Wayne song, Pussy, Money, Weed. Like, those are the three things you rap about. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Now, Twisted has a song called Sex, Drugs, Money, and Murder, which I guess is probably more apt for, like, 90s (laughs) rap.
1: Yeah, (laughs) probably so. Yeah, the rappers it, don't really murder people anymore. It doesn't seem like, which uh, I mean, I'm what? not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I guess um, you probably shouldn't be out here murdering each other for no, 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 yeah, music absolutely.
0: state. <laughs> Tell that to the uh, the rappers that live in Jacksonville, about an hour away from me. Uh, I watched a thing on YouTube that was from like a year, year and a half ago, and apparently it's still going on. Where these these two rival gang crews that are run by rappers that make music videos and songs about the people they have killed in the rivals gangs. Ugh. Like, dude, it's wild. I'm like, how are they not all been ar- Like they're literally like when they, when those guys, when they go to court, all they're going to have to do is play some of their music and it's all incriminating. You know I mean? And
1: that's something else I wonder is like, I've noticed lately with the advent of smartphones and social media and stuff, why are so many criminals incriminating themselves on the internet for crimes they actually commit
0: i don't know my dumbass ex used to post on her, like instagram and stuff that she had weed and she'd be making like edibles and stuff and like i'm a pothead i smoke but like i don't broadcast it out on the internet exactly. for everyone to see like, you know, I mean, I don't care if people know it, but like, I'm not going to show it because the people who are listening to this are probably going to be like, oh yeah, he smokes pot, whatever. And like, even like, but like, if you post it on the internet where like, say somebody's uncle randomly sees it, and that uncle's the DEA agent and then exactly. he passes it on to such and such. Like perfect example. I used to know this girl. In fact, I've had sex with her and which makes me, that's
1: a humble uh, brag, Dalton. It, it is. It is I, what kind, had sex kind of sex with a
0: girl. I've, I have had sex with a girl, and it was lovely. She said it was fine. Um, <laughs> but she's quite infamous. Um, did you ever hear about the girl in Florida who took a picture of her baby holding a bong?
1: I think so. I mean, granted, you guys in Florida have a lot of fucked up <laughs> people that end up on the
0: internet. <laughs> well, her, her I'll redact her name. So we'll call her uh, Sally Two Shoes. So Sally Two Shoes thinks that it's a good idea because her baby crawls over to her bong. Now, I'll say the bong had no water in it. It didn't have a bowl in it. It was just sitting there, right? Yeah. But the, still, you shouldn't have it on the floor where the baby can get to it. Anyway, the baby crawls over to it, grabs it, leans it over, puts his mouth to it, and puts his finger where the bowl goes.
1: So obviously, and he's watched her smoke out of this bong enough times
0: to know how it works. <laughs> absolutely. So, what does she do? She takes a picture of it. She thinks it's really cute. Sends it to a couple people on Facebook Messenger. One of those people sent it to somebody else, who then sent it to the police, Hmm. who showed up to her house, and then it was all over the news, to the point that my dad calls me in to his room, and he says, Dalton, you got to come here and see this. I go in there, and they're watching BBC News. Oh, wow. Okay. And sally two shoes right there on the screen and they were making fun of how big her forehead was and, <laughs> and i was like i cannot believe that. i just looked at my parents and i just went i've had sex with her
1: <laughs> that's all i can say i'm like hey I'm, Mom, Dad, i fucked I i've fucked had sex
0: with a girl <laughs> and then she ended up like a couple years later uh, her brothers were making meth on her property fun times and uh got busted and because she knew about it she ended up going to prison for a few years yeah oh wow welcome to florida dog yep yeah i got plenty that's, of stories like that's that. not <laughs> even the craziest story out of florida that day probably that's probably not the craziest story you'll hear this episode i still have some hangover stories to get to later
1: i will say though in her defense <laughs> i'm 36 years old i guarantee you everyone at or around my age has pictures their parents took of them holding beer cans when they were babies. So, it's not necessarily a new thing. Like, if our parents (laughs) had social media, a lot of us probably would have ended up in the system.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. The system would have been fucked with all of us in it. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You ever think about, like, our generation, all the shit we've lived through, and we're all only, like, between, I don't know, 30 and 40? Oh, yeah. Dude,
1: like, oh. Our generation, I feel like is probably the most fucked generation <laughs> in modern history. Also, I'm sure some shit was a lot worse back before, but yeah, in modern generation, like we've been through so much shit and life has been so difficult for everybody. Like, yeah. We finally get to the point where we can buy houses and shit. And oh my God, the housing market's ridiculous. Then the market crashes and everybody loses their jobs. So then you could have the money to buy a house, but you can't because you can't yeah. afford one
0: it's fucked man but like what can you do like you know like i like like i've put in i don't know about 200 job applications over the past four or five months and i've had two interviews and both of them came off to me like i'm 30 and i expect a decent pay wage that's not what they want they want a fresh out of high school kid who wants part-time and minimum wage yeah, you know what I mean, whereas I want full time. So it's like it's it's a pain in the ass, dude, because it's like I don't have I didn't you know I ended up plunking out of college because my dad had almost died at one point. So like I just kind of mm. gave up and going and in order to take the class I need again, I need to pay like fifteen hundred dollars. It's probably oh. more now. So that went out the window. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. now it's like, well, fuck, what am I going to do? So that's what I've been trying to figure out for the past few years. What I the mean, fuck am I going to do? <laughs> you can always sell pictures of your butthole on OnlyFans. Hey, my butthole is for sale. You pay me enough, you can fuck it. I don't even care.
1: This is an official (laughs) official announcement. Yet another bullshit podcast. We will sell you pictures of our butthole for the right amount of money. And it's
0: not as much money as you would think. No, dude. You give me like five grand, I'll let you fuck me. I don't care. I know that seems steep, but, you know, it's never happened before.
1: <laughs> Dude, there's a comedian I love. I think his name is John Caparillo, and he talked about that. Because, like, guys my age, you always had that time in high school where everybody's like, what would you do for a million dollars? Would you do this? And it always came down to, oh, would you fuck another guy for a million bucks? And John Caparillo was like, sure I would. Or no, he said, would you blow a guy for a million bucks? Yeah, like, sure just I would. A dick. He's like, but. He's like, for a million dollars, the guy can get better than me. I'm inexperienced. I'm going to cry the whole time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. I always laughed at that. Would you suck a dick for a million dollars? I, I would always say, dude, I'd suck a dick for 10 grand.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, like for are a, are you million dollars, a million dollars, I'll do some really, really fucked up stuff. <laughs>
0: I know, it, and it always goes to like where you ask somebody. Like the one I think I heard, I don't remember what comedian it was. Was like, "Would you suck a dick for a billion dollars?" It's like a billion dollars. Do you realize how much fucking money that is? He for goes, a billion I tr- dollars, I will sell you my dick. <laughs> yeah, I will cut my dick off and give it to you for a yeah. billion dollars. I will be a eunuch. Fuck. It's like never jerk off again, but be able to afford whatever I wanted ever. Oh yeah, I'll take that. Nothing ain't yep. that good. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Yeah, it's just wild. Like people are crazy. That's all I got to say. Oh yeah. Um so speaking of uh Ejaculation,
1: you wanted to talk a little bit about the Hogwarts Legacy announcement for PS5.
0: <laughs> oh, you want to talk about and sir. Oh man. Um so the state of play happened the other day with the Hogwarts Legacy and I have I have a thing pulled up for me to reference. So let me pull that up really quick. Um, and the trailer starts. So I've been a huge fan of Harry Potter all my life. Say what you want about J.K. Rowling. I am one of the people who I can separate art from the artist. I think we had this conversation yeah. last week. Yeah. Like, so I understand she's a huge piece of shit. But I, but she created this world that I love. And I still love this world. So like, it's kind of like, if there is a god, you know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, apparently, like, I don't really, I don't really know much about you, but I really like this world you created because it gives me life. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. if that's the you know if that's the case so it's like i was just always super into harry potter i loved the games but i always wanted an rpg where you could create a wizard and go to school at harry, at hogwarts and explore and all that kind of stuff
1: and now that's something i wanted to ask about it because that's something i had heard earlier but they made no mention of it that i saw in the state of play you are actually going to be able to create your own unique character for this game correct
0: yeah, there is a character okay. creator. I do not know. It oh, was
1: weird like they didn't I didn't I didn't see them mention that at all in the state of play about like character options or any of that stuff. It was kind of just like you had this one generic character throughout the entire little trailer th- uh gameplay trailer they did.
0: So, when I watched it the second time, I saw there's like maybe 5 seconds where they show like you'll be able to create your own wizard uh, and it kind of showed a little creator thing and then it switched to something else. So it was very quick in there, but I, I, from what I heard about like them referencing the character, I'm wondering if you'll be able to name him and that way they're never going to actually call you by name. Yeah. You know, like there's always that thing in games where like, I think it's final fantasy 10. They never actually call him Titus or Titus, whatever you want to say. Yeah, how like say it. Uh,
1: the South park games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so your name is douchebag. <laughs> all right. Well, douche, all right, douchebag. Um, but yeah, so this game for one looks fucking incredible graphically.
1: I will say I'm not a Harry Potter fan at all, but the environments in this game looked absolutely stunning.
0: Dude, and it, the whole the whole premise is this takes place in 1890. So long before the movies happened. This yeah. is like back in the day of Hogwarts. So a lot of the professors you probably won't aren't going to recognize. But in the trailer, they did show Nearly Headless Nick, who's a ghost that is there in the books. So that okay. was a cool little thing. Um, the main thing I wanted to talk about with this is, like, the things that I don't know about it. There are things that I'm just very, very hopeful for. Um, in the older games, there were collectibles. Like, you could collect uh, Birdie Bot's Every Flavored Beans that were scattered around. Oh, yeah. And then you could trade those in for, uh, I think, like, power-ups and stuff. Um, but you could also get wizard cards. And there were, just, there were different collectibles. Now, obviously, it would kind of be immers- immersion-breaking to have little beans floating around like it did in the older games. Yeah, this it, is true. Time's a little different now. But I would still like to, like, you know, you go along and you find a wizard card. And, you know, you got to collect all 50 wizard cards. And
1: I mean, even the think- bean thing you could do because back then they kind of had the technical limica- limitations where it just had to be floating there. Now it could be sort of like a fallout skyrim thing where you know you're opening drawers or you're looking in little trinket boxes and stuff and you're like oh look one of the beans and you pick it up so they could still incorporate that in it and make it part of the immersive environment that you're in yeah
0: yeah i totally agree dude i, I think that would be really cool um i think if they i would like to see them include quidditch a la final fantasy 10 doing blitzball uh, How it was like there? They introduce it, but after that, you really don't have to do it if you don't want to. But if you yeah. do want to, there is a lot there to do. I think that would be cool. Even if they add that as a DLC, that is a DLC that I would buy. Quidditch. What you know if what they saying? just
1: put out a whole another Quidditch World Cup game?
0: I would be, I would be all over it, bro. That original Quidditch game back in the day was fun as fuck for what it was. Like for being a little Harry Potter sports game. Oh yeah, it was good, dude. It was better than Simpsons Wrestling.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, like I said, um, I liked Simpsons wrestling and Simpsons bowling wasn't bad. I'd love to see those two come back uh, as
0: remakes. I would. I would like to see. Uh, there's a mobile game called Animation Throwdown, and oh, I would yeah. love to see like a wrestling slash fighting game between all the characters from like the Fox lineup.
1: Dude, yeah, make a Fox that'd Smash Brothers like that. Be that game would sell gangbusters. <laughs> you got, like Bob's Burgers, uh, Family Guy, American Dad.
0: Dude, the Cleveland show, yeah. The Simpsons, like all of these shows. that you could, it would Even Dive fire.
1: Deep with like, uh, do you ever watch Border Town? There's like a short-lived animated show on Fox. Like I they've got so much stuff that they could dig from to make this huge Smash Brothers style game. King, I don't even King like Smash Hill? Brothers and I'd play that game.
0: Fucking King of the Hill going in there is bobby that's my purse i don't yep. know you smack like that would be fantastic trademark that's your finisher that's your finisher you're, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, your finish you're just like that's my purse i don't know you kick them in the balls and they go flying <laughs> off of pink hills along
0: yeah <laughs> oh my god yes dude yeah we need to learn how to make games <laughs> yeah so fox this
1: is our idea so if you do this we just want to <laughs> copy each like
0: that's yeah we're not asking for much just free
1: copies of the game
0: yeah, please. <laughs> we'll plug it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Uh, also, one of the things that really impressed me about the, the trailer for Hogwarts Legacy is that it seems like not only do you have like classes that you can go to, which I figured would be you know part of it, oh, yeah. but dude, they have fleshed out the grounds out and around Hogwarts as well. Like, I don't know if you saw those big sweeping land shots and stuff of all this land that oh, you yeah. can go and explore around and you can go to Hogsmeade. Oh yeah, which I thought was super cool because like I've been to Hogsmeade and Universal, and that that was wild because it was just like that place is built to look like that scene from Harry Potter. So when you're there, it's just like holy shit, this is like from the books and the movies. This is so cool. So to have that feeling again in a video game is going to be sweet because. No offense to the Lego Harry Potter games, but like going to Diagon Alley and stuff in those games wasn't exactly as exciting as it could have been. <laughs> but it's the Lego games. They, they you know, they're they are what they are. They're and they're a blast. I recommend them oh, yeah. to anybody. But
1: I will say, like, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I'm not against Harry Potter. I've just never gotten into it, which is weird because I love everything British. I've only seen the first movie, never read any of the books, any of that stuff. But I know a lot of Harry Potter fans and I'm super excited that all the Harry Potter fans are getting this game and I'm sure they're going to dump hundreds of hours into it. Cause it seems like almost like an animal crossing type of thing that you could just get lost in this world forever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and my final thoughts that I'll say on it and then we'll move on. Cause I don't want to harp too long on it, but is when I was younger, like this was legit the game that I always wanted in a Harry Potter game. And, The fact that now it's coming out even if it gets delayed like it's set to come out holiday 2022 and if it gets pushed to 2023 whatever and it could come out and it could be like no man's sky where it's just a no one everyone's upset about it i'm still gonna play it and i'm still gonna love it because i just have that nostalgic love for harry potter
1: and i'll say that's how kind of how i was with cyberpunk when it came out like so many people hated on that game and i was like dude play it. It's an amazing game. I loved it. I put like almost 80 hours into it. It was great. It had issues, but yeah, like you said, I could see you with Harry Potter like that being like, you know, yeah, it's got some issues, but I'm I'm going to put 400 hours into it anyways.
0: Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And I liked Cyberpunk too. You know what I mean? I had it on PC. There was little no issues, at least oh, yeah. on mine. I know, played I it mean. on
1: an Xbox One S and... I mean, there were a few glitches. Like, in 80 hours, it crashed twice, I think. So, It's probably on the luckier end of that stuff. The worst glitches I got was, like, I was riding a motorcycle and just fell off of it, and it got stuck hanging in the sky. I had to, like, throw a grenade at it to get it to come down. But, yeah, like, little stupid stuff like that. But if you know the story of Cyberpunk, the glitches kind of work in with the story and make a little bit of sense. Or, at least for me, I was able to rationalize it as part of the story. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess you, yeah, you I, put on rose colored glasses. You see the shit how you want to see it.
0: There was a time in uh, one of the groups that we're both mutually in on Facebook that were around when Cyberpunk came out that I was being very defensive about it because I had it and on PC I wasn't running into any issues. And I won't name the person, but there was this one guy that, like, every time I posted about Cyberpunk, he would comment talking shit about it. Uh, like, every post. To the point that I finally called him out about it, and then he started like arguing with me that like I shouldn't like it, and I'm like, w- why? Why do people think that they have this inherent thing where it's like I don't like it, so nobody should like it? Like yeah, what the I fuck? Just,
1: I don't get that. It's like, oh yeah, this is shit, so I I don't think anybody should like it. It should just crash and burn. Yeah, like, it's we, fucking dumb. I was talking to my buddy about that earlier. I saw a YouTube headline about Gran Turismo Seven. I don't know if you've been following what's going on with that. They did an update with, like, Digital Rights Management or DRM.
0: Oh, yeah, And
1: so now, apparently, you can't play the game if you're not online, which is ridiculous. But I'm sure – I'm hoping it was an oversight that they'll get it fixed or they'll at least backpedal and change it. But, like, I saw a video where a guy was like, Sony ruins Gran Turismo 7 players stop playing game and protest and i was like nobody who likes that game has stopped playing it there are still millions of people playing it every day but this one particular youtuber is like i have a voice i don't like what they did so i'm gonna make it out like everybody agrees with me and nobody's playing this game anymore because i don't like what they did with it Like, like, dude nobody fucking cares what you have to say at the end of the day if they enjoy the game they're gonna enjoy it and play it more
0: yep Yeah, and if they really have an issue with DRM stuff, they can just get their shit from GOG.com, but games like Gran Turismo 7 aren't on GOG.com because some of those games need anti-cheat software, and anti-cheat software requires DRM. I mean, it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's like, I don't know. I wish wish MMOs could do something about bots, like I've been playing Lost Ark. Uh, the new amazon mmo and i see you know i'll be running around doing my stuff and there's like i'll see at least 30 bots in each play uh, each time i play it and there'll be like two or three of them all with a name with a letter difference it'll be like ffc xyz j and then the next one will end with a y and the next one will end with a k and they're all running around doing the exact same thing so somebody's got a multi-box open and all they're doing is farming so yep. they can go get stuff to sell, to make gold, to then take that gold and sell it for real money.
1: Like, did you and see sh- uh, the bust they did in Europe where they thought it was uh, some kind of cryptocurrency mining? And it was like a 100 PS4 set up, basically auto running FIFA so that they could collect the coins to sell in real life. And it's like, yep. how much money did you spend on this setup? Like, how much do you have to do this just to break even? It, I mean, I just don't understand it.
0: I was reading a thing today where steam had cracked down on these games on steam that people were like, the developers were really shady and they would upload like a hundred games with a bunch of uh, steam cards and stuff. Oh, yeah. and, and then they would log in a bunch of computers into these games and just let them idle. So they would build up steam cards and stuff. And then they would, yeah. cause you can trade the steam cards for money on this, on the uh, steam interface. Like, uh, you could put them up on the marketplace. If somebody wants that card, you know, they'll pay you five cents oh, and yeah. you, you get the card. Well, uh, that shit will add up. You know what yeah, I mean? i you I've had
1: millions of times, it adds up.
0: Absolutely. Because I've paid off games that were on sale before from just selling cards and just having, you know, five, six bucks worth of chump change in there from doing yeah. that. So I could see how that would work. But, man, dude, that takes a lot. Of, that's why we can't get any fucking graphics cards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's people doing that shit. Fuck so um you had mentioned to me uh s- s- something about Garfield ravioli and and I'm curious as to what the yeah. hell you were talking about about Garfield ravioli was, so please enlighten me
1: I was thinking about it a while back thinking about like foods we ate when we were kids that no longer exist and I've got a couple ones from childhood ones from when I was a younger adult when I was a kid I think it's Franco American was a chef boyardee competitor and they had these canned ravioli That were like licensed with Garfield on them. I don't know if anybody else remembers them. I know you were saying you don't remember them. Like they were little round raviolis. They were delicious to me. I ate them as a kid probably almost every day if I could. And just thinking about like walking through the grocery store, I'm like, yeah, I don't even think this brand exists anymore. Um, The other one was Chef Boyardee did a, uh, they did this weird line and it's going to sound really crazy. It was, Basically Italian pies. It came with the one I loved was like a cheese ravioli pie. It came with actual stuff to make a, a handmade pie crust. Then you filled it with cheese ravioli sauce and stuff they gave you. You cooked it in the oven. Do you remember I, those? That, I see your that face. I do
0: remember. That I do remember. I, I ate that those, those
1: probably three times a week when they were out and then all of a sudden they just went away i was so angry about that i wrote a letter to chef boyardee and was like where the fuck is my ravioli pie like I did it nicer than that I was like you know I ate yeah. these all the time how come they're not available anymore and they actually wrote me back and were like oh they didn't sell very well we decided to stop doing them here's a coupon for a free item from Chef. so they basically mailed me a coupon to get whatever Chef Boyardee item I wanted for free and I'm like the only fucking one I want you don't make anymore
0: dude I'd have been like I can have whatever Chef Boyardee I want for free and they'd have been like yeah I'd be like, I want the company here's the coupon yeah. <laughs> yep and
1: they
0: would be like oh no, damn got, it <laughs> he got us he got Fuck. us <laughs> we've been waiting for you they pull out the ma- the magical fucking spoon you're like <laughs> you are the ruler now.
1: i put my face on the cans all we're making is cheese ravioli pies nothing else <laughs> the company's dead in two years but i don't care because i got my fucking pie back you,
0: you are now noodle wonka <laughs> <laughs> or i guess it would be pasta wonka right, whatever <laughs> Lily so, pasta. There you so go. is there
1: any food you remember eating as a kid that just don't exist anymore
0: um so the one that first jumped out to me was altoid sours i don't yeah. even know if you could still get altoids anymore um i feel like but, you
1: can but i don't look for them because i never liked them so i'm not a hundred percent sure
0: i loved that kick in the mouth man they're fucking oh, strong they're the, strong the, the sour ones were fantastic man and they were actually sour. Because my thing is like a lot of sour candy says it's sour, but then it's really not all that sour. Oh, yeah. And I I want to be punched in the mouth whenever I'm eating something sour. Not literally, but you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. What's
1: funny and, is I, I love Sour Patch Kids, but they're not that sour individually. But I found that if you put about like five of them in your mouth at once, you get a decent kick from them.
0: See, I can eat handfuls of those at a time, and I'm oh, fine. Even even the extreme sour patch kids are not that sour to me. What I have had one thing one time that was so sour it absolutely kicked my ass, and it was shock tart gum.
1: I remember shock tarts.
0: And shock tart gum was like a big ball, like a gum ball looking thing. But in the oh, middle, yeah. I'm convinced that in the middle was just malic acid. Oh yeah, because when you when I bit into that, immediately. My tongue couldn't move. My mouth filled with saliva and my jaw locked. And I was like, your mouth puckered up and your asshole let loose. Yeah, I was just, I was drooling. My buddy, Brandon takes it out of his mouth and starts washing it under the sink. So he can (laughs) just get to the gum while I'm sitting there, like trying to say the word pussy, but I can't get my mouth to move. (laughs) It was was rough. What about, uh, warheads? Did warheads Love ever them. get
1: you? See, yeah, they were, they were too much for me. Um, I do have a fun warhead story though. I dated this girl probably a decade ago. She had three cats. The smallest oh, one was this really crazy bingo kitten and we had some warheads from, uh, buying candy for trick or treaters and a cat always wanted to eat whatever we were eating. So I was like, I wonder. And I open this warhead and I hold it up. The cat comes and does like, Three licks of the warhead. On that third lick, she literally did a fucking backflip off the table she was standing on and just <laughs> took off down the hallway. I didn't see her for a while. Like That was it. She, that shit was not for her anymore.
0: <laughs> I, I've had some warheads kick my ass. Uh, usually, like when I take two of them and throw them in my mouth at the same time, it's like, oh, boy, there it is. But, like, just one of them, I like that intensity for a minute, and then you got that nice sweet hard candy. It's it's quite good. there's always too much for me. I'm a mouth pussy,
1: I guess. <laughs> like, I just couldn't take it.
0: <laughs> I would watch how you use the term mouth pussy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, for the right price.
0: There you go. Exactly. <laughs>
1: um, oh, I man. always um, wonder with Altoids, um, like, if you shove some of those up your ass, would your farts just smell good for a couple of days? <laughs> Because I feel like they're that strong. I feel like they're that strong. They could literally change the chemical balance
0: of your farts. You just take a shit, drop an Altoid in the toilet, like a little air freshener. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I've never thought about suppositorying Altoids up my ass. Yeah, I don't think
1: I'm going to try it. I'm just going to, that'll be one of those I wonder forever questions.
0: Yeah, I I read a thing the other day about a dude that shoved a a stick of butter up his ass to see what would happen. uh, I feel
1: like that was not a smart thing to do
0: it wasn't it wasn't he said that uh, his insides felt like they were on fire Uh and he's like do you know that feeling when like you get some oil on you and you just can't get it off he goes I feel like I've been wiping my ass for two hours and I just keep finding (laughs) butter he's just a fucking dispenser just rubbing his corn cobs (laughs) in his ass crack well the, the whole thing was he was and I hope this was fake I hope this was somebody just having fun on Reddit but they were like Yeah, I tried to make my way back to the kitchen to like squat over the butter dish, but I didn't make it. So I just went, I went to the bathroom and ended up shitting butter everywhere. And my, my first thought was trying to get to the butter dish. Why? (laughs) Why?
1: That wasn't the smart thing. Smart thing would have been to not shove a stick of butter up your ass.
0: Yeah. But I mean, that implied to me that he was going to keep it for whatever. (laughs) We got to save this
1: butter. Times are tough.
0: Oh God. Truffle butter.
1: Uh, so they just got him standing next to the table. They fucking cook corn on the cob. They just shove it up his asshole. Oh yeah, it's perfect.
0: Let's have him squat over. They push his stomach and it comes out.
1: <laughs> Put the popcorn underneath him. Push on his stomach. Exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, I think we've god. lost all our listeners at this point.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's fucking. I don't know how we got off that tangent, but yeah. Bugger, <laughs> that that was a fun ass, road. Again.
1: It was a little bumpy, but it was fun.
0: all right so what's Um, our next topic uh we can do some pet peeves if you want
1: um yeah yeah we've been discussing some pet peeves lately i think that'd be a pretty good topic i'll let you uh take the reins on this one
0: okay so we touched on it earlier uh some of my biggest pet peeves are like when i'm trying to show people music and they just talk through it or like I pull up something on TV and my dad does this to me a lot and it drives me fucking nuts where I'll pull up something on TV. I want to show him. And then like halfway through it, I look over at him. He's just looking at his phone
1: Oh uh,
0: yeah. and I'm like, Oh God damn it. I want to throw that phone through the fucking window right exactly. now. Like um, I, especially since I'm not like, Hey, here's this two hour video. Like I know better. Okay. You know what I mean? I may, I may be a person who will spend three days watching a 12 hour oblivion video, yeah. but I, you know, I just know that's not for everybody now one of my bigger pet peeves and I deal with this a lot from a certain somebody, but I give her credit or I give her leeway. I absolutely hate people talking over me. Oh yeah. Like if I'm trying to talk to somebody and have a conversation and somebody else just starts talking over me while I'm trying to talk, I'm like, it just throws me off and I have to stop talking. And if you, if you watch like there are, there are uh, there's proof of this on the internet somewhere where, I'll be in a conversation and somebody else is talking and then I go to try to respond. And it takes me like seven tries of yep. starting it before I get it out. And by that point, I just want to say, fuck it. Not even bring it up. <laughs>
1: oh, dude, I, I agree entirely. Cause I'm a fairly soft spoken person in real life. Um, and yeah, I've had times where I'm trying to tell somebody something and somebody will just, Jump over top of me, and I'll just stop. Like I'll just go pull my phone out or something, and then they'll be like, "Why are you being so antisocial and distant?" And I'm like, "Because nobody will fucking let me get a word in, so
0: I'm just not trying anymore." Yeah, and like, or when people don't listen to you, so like, yep, they'll ask you something and you give them an answer, and then later on they're they're like, "Oh, well, I thought you said this," and it's like, "Well, fuck! If you'd have been listening to me, you'd have heard that I did." Yep. I deal with that all the time, yep, and it drives me fucking nuts absolutely drives me nuts dude
1: oh yeah i agree with you 100 percent. um i think one of my biggest pet peeves and we've talked about this a lot off air people who choose to be courteous over following the fucking traffic laws like it happened to me a few days ago And I think I told you about it when it happened. I'm at a four-way stop. I'm behind a car, and there's a car in the road to the right of us. So traffic laws dictate the person in front of me went. I pull up and stop. The person to the right of me goes, and then I go. Everything's good. But no, the person to the right decides they're going to wave me through. And I'm just like, I know it's not that big of a deal, and it sounds kind of shitty of me, but hey, I'm a (laughs) petty person. This is me. I'm just like, God damn it. Will you fucking drive your car like you're supposed to? Like, I don't want to go first. It's your turn. Go so I can go. Or if I pull up at a intersection, there's a person across from me going straight. I'm turning left. So they're supposed to go first, but they decide to blink their lights or wave me on. It's like, no, just fucking go. Stop being so goddamn courteous all the time. Like, just <laughs> follow the rules. Like, I don't care if you speed. I don't really care if you drive in the left-hand lane, like it is what it is. I'd rather use speed than try to be fucking courteous in lieu of following the actual traffic rules. Like, if you want to be courteous and give me the last parking spot at the mall, that's cool. I appreciate it. But no, don't let me go first when you have the right of way.
0: <laughs> I think my big my big thing with driving, and this is like a, a double edged sword. So I realize I am in. Sort of, in essence, being a hypocrite here. I really, really hate when I get stuck behind somebody who's doing, like, 25 and a 35. Oh, absolutely. And I'm just like, fucking why? Right? But I'm also the type of person that if I'm doing, you know, 65, 68 in a 60 and someone is on my ass, I am like, dude, am I not going fast enough for you? What the fuck? Yep, yep. But, like, I'm not going under the speed limit, yep. but I'm not going too far over the speed limit. There's, like, this beautiful cruise control area that i like to stay in (laughs) because i have to seven yeah i learned a long time ago you know especially when i'm going to like pick up a bag or something oh yeah like dude just don't speed just cruise control a little bit over over speed limit and drive straight because i mean don't you know obviously don't get fucked up before you drive that's just a no-no and boom dude everything's fine you're not going to get pulled over for speeding but There have been times that I've been like on my way home from my friend's house that he lived out in the sticks here in Keystone So like way out probably like 35 minutes away from my house So I'm driving out there and on my way home. I passed by a bar and There was this truck out at the bar revving his engine as I was driving by and stuff and I was just like Oh, that'll be fun. So like two three minutes later I'm driving down this dark fucking long road and I see these headlights appear in my back in my mirror and dude, it was that truck that was revving his engine, just hauling uh. fucking ass. And he doesn't even slow down. He comes up on my ass, goes into the side lane beside me and just goes around me and then just keeps going. Within like two or three seconds, yep. he was out of sight. Now this road is super long and super windy. Like the Beatles wrote that fucking song about it, right? It's a <laughs> long and winding road. Oh, yeah. And I was half expecting to see that truck up in a tree and... This might say a lot about the person that I am, and this probably goes against that one American law, so I'd probably get thrown in jail. But like, if I saw something like that happen, and then like I drive by that motherfucker, and he's up in a tree, dude, I'm leaving him there. I'm going home. I have no sympathy for you, because you're driving like a fucking idiot. I call the police and be like, hey, this
1: drunk guy just ran into a tree on this road, but I'm not going to stay there with him. Like, no. No, yeah. But like I said, I'm a petty person, so I'm not the best example to call it.
0: Me, um, me too but
1: something along those lines too is the people who when you're on the highway and say like the highways here are 55 i go about 60 usually they fly up on you they ride behind you all impatient jump in the left lane shoot past you they're going 70 75 then they see a cop up the road and instead of slowing down to 55 60 they slow down to like 45. it's like you realize yep. slowing down to under the speed limit is more likely to get you a ticket
0: it's very suspicious, yeah. Yes, and, and not only that, dude. What drives me crazy is when people are like, tr like, they want to get by you so bad, so they yep. finally pass you, like whether it's a, you know, a loud line or not, you know, whether it's the double lane. Yep. They go around you, and then y'all hit a red light, and they're right in front of you. It's like, yep. oh, you really got super fucking far, didn't you? Like, yep. You're at the same fucking place I would have been. What do you What do you know? People are dumb. It's a running yeah. theme with this show is that we're going to tell you people is that people are dumb people as a
1: whole in general are dumb not all yeah but most
0: but most um en- enough that we have to cater to them
1: you got any other pet peeves you want to discuss
0: um let's see okay here's here's a pet peeve of mine um and oh, there's actually two that have to do with this um one is when people are like why don't why are games have to be so long and it's like well If you don't like long games, then don't play long games. Yep. You know? But in the same vein, I saw this person on Facebook say, I think it's absolute bullshit that Elden Ring added an easy mode. Like, if you can't fucking get good enough to play Elden Ring, then don't fucking play it.
1: Yeah. I hate that. And
0: I feel like that's a little different to me than complaining about length. Like... Yeah. Because there's such a plethora of games that are 10 hours and then there's less games that are 100 hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas, Souls games are supposed to be hard. But, th- again, like I- I'm all about accessibility. Yeah. Like, uh, for instance, for the Steam Machine podcast, we've been playing Control. And that game has great accessibility options for it. it's colorblind stuff. If you're not very good at the game, you can actually turn it to where you won't die, but you'll still lose HP so it still acts like oh, you're yeah. going to worry about it like there's a lot of accessibility things where like if you're not good at doing a certain thing they have a a solution for that that doesn't bother me but people i guess gatekeeping annoys the shit out of me and people complaining about game length when it's really just like just play just play something that's shorter and if it's a game that you really like that's 50 50, 60 hours like man that might be really long but play it if you just chip away at it Yeah. yeah And I get it, stuff
1: like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a good example game, but even it's hard to find out, or something that you can play for an hour, and it doesn't feel like you accomplish anything. But like most games now, you can go in an hour, you can do a couple of missions or whatever, save it, and come back to it later.
0: Yeah. But I think the
1: thing about it is a lot of the games that they bitch about being so long, it's because they're AAA titles, they're long- So they have huge budgets. So they are more advertised. They're more pushed in everyday life to make you want to buy it than the shorter games. So the shorter games generally have smaller budgets. So they're not out there like, we got to make $50 million off of this to, to make a profit. They can make, you know, $50,000, some of these small indie games and be fine. So they don't have to go out there and pay for advertisements on YouTube and Twitch and GameStop and everywhere else.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. So
1: like I said, it's like you say, there's a lot of shorter games out there. People just don't know as much about them because it's not being shoved in their face, like Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West and things like that.
0: And like the Elder Scrolls games and things. Yeah. yeah. And it makes sense, man. And, but I don't know like I guess doing the steam machine podcast like I, I, I dealt with it with Ryan and now with Nate and Willie too, where like I I grew up a an only child yeah. so like my I didn't do a lot of multiplayer games and if I played a game and that bitch was only like three to four hours long I felt like I got gypped. You know know. what I mean? Like I'm all about, give me them, we've had this conversation between me and you off mic too. It's like, give me those RPGs that are like 80 hours. Let me get all that story because I'm there for the story and the world building and all of that. And I'll I'll tell the guys like, I want to play insert game here. And the first thing I'll hear is, oh man, that one's pretty long. And it's like, okay, but like play an hour a day, just chip at an hour. That's all I ask. And it's like, if, if you get halfway through the game, as long as you get enough to talk about what's on the show or oh, yeah. talk about enough for the show, but in general, like as just a, a gaming concept, like just chip away at it an hour or two a day, you know what I mean? And even, you know, if there's a day where you don't feel like playing that, fuck it, play something else, dude. You know, yeah. like you can't, don't overdo it yourself, but like there are ways to enjoy those style games without burning yourself out on them.
1: Oh yeah. And that's like the go back to a farming simulator. I think I'm a couple hundred hours in that. But it's not all at once. I'm not coming in every day playing 8-10 hours a day. Have I played it for 8 hours in a row? Probably. But, you know, if I get bored with it, I go play something else. And then when nothing appeals to me anymore, I'm like, all right, I'll go back to Farming Simulator and do this. I'm like four achievements away from 100%ing the game. So I might put it down then. But I don't know. That's still going to take a long time because everything in that game takes for fucking ever
0: to do. Dude, I mean... I've already got 60 something hours into 2K22 WWE, you know what I mean? And oh, yeah. I I I'm in, I would pff, you want to take a guess at how many hours I have in Skyrim? Oh, I'm hundreds
1: and hundreds. I think we talked about that before.
0: Yeah, like over 900 hours. Oh, so yeah. like it's just like, you know, between mods and stuff, but still it's like if you really like a game and you yeah. can put the time into it, like I don't know. If if you like what you like. I just don't think that this uh, oh god, I hit my mic. This whole thing of like all games should be shorter. Yeah, no, I completely disagree with that. It's like now, I
1: can't play a hundred hour game, so they shouldn't make hundred hour games. That's not fair to people who can commit to a hundred hour game.
0: Yeah, and, and I I have heard Mike. Shout out to uh, Mr. Mike Tyson, probably not the Mike Tyson that you're all thinking of, unless it is the Mike Tyson that you're thinking of, and then yeah, him. So uh, I've heard him say like hashtag normalize shorter games. But I don't think he's going about it like long games shouldn't exist. It's just like what you were saying, that some of these shorter games should get more attention and more people know about them. That way, more people can play them. And that way, you know, you kind of get in a short, concise bit. And I'm not saying every RPG needs to be 100 hours either. You know, because you have stuff like Bastion, which is fantastic. And that's my
1: thing. Like, The Last of Us is my favorite video game franchise. The first game's a good, like, 12 to 15 hours some people say oh 60 bucks for 12 hours that's not a lot but it was a great game the entire time whereas assassin's creed odyssey was a good game but it was Artificially long, where like, oh yeah, you have to do a mission here. Your next mission's on the other side of the map and you have to yeah. sail all the way there. So you're going to spend five to 10 minutes on a boat just crossing the map to get to the next mission. And then, oh, guess what? Your next mission's back on the other side of the map. If your game is a hundred hours, but it's a hundred hours of solid gameplay, I'm cool with that. Don't make a thirty-hour game a hundred hours by adding a bunch of fetch quest and traveling bullshit to it.
0: Yeah, unless you put enough in the map to make it worth exploring and running around. Exactly. You know, because like I feel like uh, what was it Red Dead Two, which will, which oh, Red yeah. Dead will come up here in a minute with the community questions, but that was a really pretty big map. And, I mean, you could fast travel if you wanted to, but really you were riding around on a horse a lot.
1: Oh, and that's something they, I, know, I was going to say they did in that game was when you first started, you had to ride a horse everywhere. You couldn't fast travel because the developers wanted you to see this beautiful world that they created. But a, about halfway through the game, it gets to the point where it's like, oh, we got to ride our horse over to, what was it, Denton, I think, was way out. On the other side of the map, and it's like it shows you and the the NPCs get on your horses, ride off. It black screens, and then it comes back with you arriving at the town. So you're not spending that five to ten minutes riding across the map anymore because you've played enough of the game to see what the developers wanted you to see.
0: Yeah, and that's brilliant to me. Yeah, like that's just a brilliant piece of gaming design.
1: Plus, um, your horse's testicles shrank when you went in the snow. So I mean, you know. <laughs> You got to have that kind of stuff, too. Yeah, I never. Me and Mike argue about that game constantly because I say it's a masterpiece of a game. He says it's it's boring horse simulator, which, which, like I said, (laughs) everyone's entitled to their own opinion about stuff. Personally, I thought that game was amazing. I never played the first one. I can't really go back to it now because that era of gaming just looks so bad now that i'm never going to actually enjoy playing it
0: yeah you graphic snob
1: oh i'm a hundred percent a graphic snob
0: no i i have red dead redemption one on my ps3 and I, and i have the disc for it over there too and i haven't played it yet but i want to but i have i haven't beaten red dead 2 um, last time I played I unlocked fishing if that tells you around where I'm at in the game uh,
1: I played it so long ago I can't remember yeah. any of that I know I beat the game and I did a lot of side stuff in hunting which hunting was one of my favorite things to do in the game Um, but I think I was at 64 ish hours when I finally just said you know what I'm gonna beat the game the ending of the game I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody who hasn't played it the ending was absolutely beautiful like brought a tear to my eye it was so beautiful But, uh, yeah, the hunting was amazing because you had all these different animals, but you had to collect hides and stuff like that to get the hides and for them to count. You had to kill the animal with the correct weapon. So if you went out with a 12 gauge shot, shotgun to kill a canary, you're going to blow the shit out of it. You're not going to be able to get anything from it. So you have to use like light arrow, light arrows from your bow to kill it. So you can get whatever collectible you were supposed to get from that animal to complete your like it's almost like a -a collectathon sort of thing in the game where it's like all these animals you can kill and get credit for and i love that i probably could have done another 100 hours of just hunting in that game
0: yeah i i have a group of friends that gets together and plays some games together and uh i was suggesting that if i thought that the red dead online had gone free on pc but i guess it hasn't but uh I was like, we should all play Red Dead Online together and just go fishing and hunting because it would be really fun. And one of the guys was like, yeah, for about 20 minutes until one of us lassos another one and then everybody's just trying to hog tie each other. And I was yep. like, well, yeah. Yeah, the you hog tie people, you attach them to your horse, you drag them through the river until they die. It's, it's what you do. Dude, during <laughs> uh.
1: During the pandemic, there was some company that was actually, there were so many issues with Zoom when they first started doing the digital workspaces. There was a company that actually had their meetings in Red Dead Online. Like, they all created a cowboy character. They would all go into the game, go to a campfire, and sit around the campfire and have their daily work meetings. And I thought that was that the coolest tremendous. shit ever.
0: That's tremendous. Um, well, that kind of ties in to one of our community questions, so let's hop into some of those. uh right. Jeff asked us, uh what do you want the story for Red Dead Redemption three to be about?
1: I'm looking it up because I saw I can't remember the character's name, and I don't want to get like get it wrong, but I cannot remember it. He was like half Native American and half black, I think you remember who I'm talking about? I want to say it was like Charles or something like yeah, something simple. But I saw an article that said, like, why Red Dead Redemption 3 should be his story. And I was like, damn, like, that's a pretty good idea because, you know, you had, uh, John Marston in the first game. Yep. You had Arthur Morgan in the second game, which Arthur Morgan was, is still one of my favorite video game characters. Um, but I think he would be really cool. Or if you jump further into the future and did, uh, john marston's kid as a young adult i think that'd be a really cool way to go about it
0: yeah i i've seen uh, people in the steam machine discord talk about this and i've two theory or two you know possible things that i thought would be really cool that they had mentioned that i completely agree with is one doing it about jack which is john marston's kid because yeah. between the ending of red dead one and the epilogue there's like a three-year gap yeah, or or something you know, maybe maybe longer than that. So you know, you could do the time in between there. That could really be a cool game. Uh, oh, yeah. Dylan, Dylan from so, the Discord though. I will say
1: the guy the guy I was talking about his name is Charles Smith. I believe he was half Native American and half black, and he had a pretty interesting story in the game, from what I remember. So I think following him would be really even if it wasn't Red Dead Redemption Three, if they did like a an offshoot game that was just his his story after that, I think would be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that could work. Um, Dylan mentioned, uh, shout out to Dylan, that um, he thinks that they should continue to go backwards. So make the next game about Dutch and how Dutch I, ends up starting his gang. That would stuff, be cool you know? too.
1: Dutch kind of got on my nerves in the second game, but I think it was supposed to be that way because it's yeah. always like, i got this idea i got this plan we just need more money arthur go get me more money it's a (laughs) society 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 hates me because i come in and i rob banks and shit so why (laughs) won't they just let me be (laughs) Uh,
0: but yeah i mean obviously red dead 3 is probably a long ways off oh yeah like with rockstar
1: yeah that's probably another 30 40 years from now
0: yeah (laughs) I'll I'll be like forty forty five when that game comes out because I'll probably be thirty five going on forty when Grand Theft Auto Six decides to finally come out. Yeah, yeah. I s- stop milking five. Yep, for all it's worth. Um, so uh, Jeff asked a second question, but I'm gonna get to that in the second one because I I would like to uh do this one next. Chris asked uh, why is retro cool? Now I feel like we should like I'm sure he's referencing retro video gaming, but I think like retro as a concept. Like why does retro? I would agree.
1: Like why is retro entertainment in general cool? Honestly, my thought has always been nostalgia is big because being a grown up sucks being an adult is terrible but your childhood was great and these are little ways for you to snatch back at your childhood and enjoy life again because yeah i mean most people will say being an adult is not what you thought it was going to be when you were in high school like i remember all the grown-ups i knew was like don't grow up too fast and i was like "Fuck that i want to be a grown-up i want to make the rules and then i realized that being a grown-up sucks because you don't get to make the rules
0: yeah yeah it's like you know you have to level up from being a grown-up and we don't even know how to do that that paperwork's not available
1: <laughs> and i think about like the age i am now when my parents were my age they had like a 10 and 8 year old and i'm like jesus christ like yeah i i can't imagine me in my 20s trying to raise a kid like i just can't imagine that at all so yeah Yeah. i understand now why adults were like stop trying to grow up too fast it's like dude if i could do it again i go back to high school when i had no responsibilities other than homework
0: and personally to me like with music um as far as retro music goes because i'm really into like 80s new wave dark wave like pop type stuff uh depeche mode information society those style of bands um and to me it's like it was the infancy of that sound Oh uh, yeah. so like those people or the, like some of the people who pioneered that so as much as you hear stuff like that these days like those are you it's hard to beat those originals because that's the basis of everything that you hear now
1: oh yeah
0: you know um like i love typo negative and i almost wonder if part of the reason i really love typo negative is because they were so influenced by the beatles um Quite with possibly vocal- so vocal harmonies and stuff like they would every time i hear them do harmony it makes me think of the beatles which triggers that oh man i used to really listen like listening to them in the car with my parents when i was younger and they'd put on the beetle cassette tape kids a cassette tape is this little plastic thing that you stick into what's called a tape player now a tape player is a thing that was used to be where your cd your cd thing went now a cd player is a- <laughs> yep Kids
1: are like, what? Music came on physical items? You didn't just download it on your smartphone?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we used to have to download it to this thing called an i an iPad. No. iPod. iPod. So I couldn't you, even you remember the name you, of it. You've forsaken your heritage. I was an MP3 player kid. I was never an Apple kid. <laughs> you had the Zune. I I didn't even have a Zune. I had this cheap little like uh, yep. pyramid looking MP3 player thing.
1: Dude, do you remember? <laughs> Um, they came out with this thing like in the infancy of MP3s where it was like, it was marketed towards girls. It was like a necklace almost. But you had these little like music cartridges you put in and it would play like whatever uh, boy yeah. band or Britney Spears song was popular at the time.
0: I don't remember what those are called, I, can't I absolutely remember the remember name. That. I
1: want to say Tiger Electronics made them because they made everything back then.
0: It's like the music equivalent of a Tamagotchi except it needs More to of die.
1: Yeah. That and... uh. <laughs> There was a really short-lived thing where there was an electric toothbrush that played like two minutes of a hit song while you brushed your teeth so you knew when to stop. I remember yeah. there was a, like play the music in your head, and it was like, oh, it's the coolest thing. I can close my mouth and just hear this music playing. I was like, yeah, you're brushing your teeth, though. So, I mean, the marketing worked pretty well for that.
0: That's very true. That's very true. Um, and as far as like retro clothes and stuff, uh, I don't have quite the answer for that. I really don't know. I'm not a big fashion person, so I don't really I know. I feel like but. as
1: far as clothes, it's not even retro so much as I feel like styles are circular. Like, they come and go, but then it's like you move back into something that was popular several decades ago, and then that's going to fade, and you're going to move into a variation of, you know, what people wore in the 80s, and then all of a sudden, the next thing will be a variation of what people wore in the 2000s. Bro, and then you'll I'm jump waiting. to the 90s, and like, yeah, it's fashion seems to kind of just go in circles
0: i'm waiting for jinko jeans to come back
1: oh yeah dude i had so many jinko jeans like God. the bottom fringe was always frayed and wet all the time no matter all the what.
0: time but people just don't understand like the amount of just breeze and air you could get in those pants yep. where it was like it was almost like anti-ball sweatpants because yep. you just got so much air going on them. I mean, it was fantastic. Plus, nobody ever tried it.
1: A- nobody ever tried it, but you always wondered if you could like jump off a building and just parachute down with them.
0: Uh, that was uh, literally the joke I was about to make. I was <laughs> going to say, "Oh yeah, and you could jump off a building and float down." <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
1: nobody ever tried it, but you always wondered.
0: <laughs> I was a fan of those, and I was a fan of like the goth version of those, which was trip pants. Oh, yeah. Which I loved, <laughs> man. Those black Do pants with remember- chains hanging off of them.
1: Do you remember the, I was like in middle school, so like late 90s, early 2000s, when the jeans would come with like about four inches of boxer, like sewed to them, so it looked like you were slacking, but you weren't actually slacking?
0: No, I don't. That oh, sounds dude, ridiculous. Oh, dude, those were, though.
1: they were ridiculous as hell, but I know I had at least six or eight pair of those jeans. It's like literally about 4 to 6 inches of boxer short would be sol- sewn onto the top of the jeans so that you could wear them lower without actually wearing your pants lower. It was it's literally like the dumbest thing that has ever been created and everyone my age loved them.
0: That is the guy equivalent of mom jeans. <laughs> Very it's much. That's so. what it sounds like to me.
1: <laughs> let me let me rephrase it all the white middle schoolers loved them. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) Like I know friends had them. Like it was the thing to wear back then for like two years, I think.
0: Oh Jesus. Well, okay. So Jeff has another question for us, sir. Uh, one of your, what is your worst hangover stories? So I've got a couple. I'm not a
1: huge drinker, so I only have one real good one. Um, the story leading to the hangover is better than the hangover story. um, I was single at the time. I think I'd been single for a little while. was very frustrated with dating in general and all. So I called my buddy Matt, and I'm like, Hey, dude, come to my house. You're being the designated driver. I'm fucking drinking tonight. And I was always a designated driver because I don't like drinking. So he was like, Oh, shit, I got to see this. So he comes over to the house. And I lived in town. There was a bar like half a mile from my house. So... He gets to the house. I pour each of us a shot. I'm like, all right, let's get started. Drink it. Head down to the bar. I order two shots of vodka because that's all I ever drank was vodka. Took both shots. I was like, I don't feel anything. Give me two more because I don't drink a lot. So I don't realize that like it's not instantaneous. So two more served up. Take both of those. So this is five shots in the span of like less than 10 minutes, like six, seven, eight (laughs) minutes. My buddy Matt remembers a story, and he loves it. So I take them all right. Five, ten minutes later, maybe a little longer, this shit hits me like the actual Mike Tyson. Like I almost fall off the bar stool because five shots, like five to six ounces of vodka hits me all at once. So I'm starting <laughs> to feel good, you know. I'm a little little dizzy-headed. So I order like one or two more, but I space them out a little bit. We're sitting there talking. I'm like, hey, man, I got to go take a piss. He was like you good I'm like yeah I'm fine you know I'm just I'm just having a good time so I turn around off the bar stool and go to stand up and that's when I'm like oh shit I'm drunk cuz like, I go to stand up and I'm like arms out like okay I can do this so I walk to the bathroom go in the stall close the door cuz I'm like I don't know what's about to happen we're about to find out take a piss every day I take a piss turn around to open the door to leave it's not a big deal when you're drunk as fuck you go to, I went to spin around and literally did a 360 all the way around caught myself with like the walls of the stall I'm like okay I gotta slow this down a little bit like very slowly rotate around open the door walk back out sit down at the bar and I'm like yeah I don't think I'm doing that anymore tonight so yeah get back to my apartment like we hang out um I want to say a girl I knew met us at the bar. We hung out a little bit, went back to my apartment. Nothing happened. But, like, I think she slept in the bed with me. She ended up getting getting up and leaving before I woke up. Um, My buddy Matt's on the couch. I wake up, and I'm like, oh, I feel pretty good. I have, like, a little bit of pain on the very top of my head. I'm like, oh, I'm good, I think. So I'm, like, sitting down. I start watching uh, Good Morning Vietnam, which is war movies are not what you watch when you have a hangover. and uh start watching that and like the the pain on my head just starts spreading so i'm like oh i feel like shit but i had like some gatorade and stuff and i was starting to get hungry so i was like I was like I should make myself something to eat so I walk in the kitchen and for some reason I'm like I should test this out first so I had some jello cups in the fridge and I'm like let me just eat one of these real quick and see how that feels before I actually eat real food take like one spoonful of jello put it in my mouth slosh it around a little bit spit it in the sink and was like yep that ain't working just went and yeah. laid down on the couch and slept for like four hours and waited for it to finish <laughs> yeah oh, I don't dude. think I've been drunk again since then <laughs>
0: Oh, dude. Um, I feel you on the, the testing food. I've been there, son. Been there. Like, So I've got a few uh, stories. Uh, I'll, I'll tell shortened versions of them. Some of them are quite explicit. I apologize. <laughs> uh, the first one I can remember very vividly off the top of my head was uh, a buddy of mine. I was at his house, and it was me and three other guys we were all chilling there and we were drinking now uh mike had gotten uh steel reserve beer
1: oh that's and, the worst shit on the planet
0: and skull vodka oh which is about for people who don't know is about 9 dollars for a gallon of vodka yeah. it's it, real real cheap it tastes like
1: aquanet hairspray too
0: yeah it's fucking awful and he was doing boiler makers with him <clears throat> which is where he would take a mug of steel reserve and he would drop a shot of skull in there, a double shot cause he was a psycho and <laughs> give it to you and you had to chug it. So I end up getting really, really drunk and I'm sitting on the computer and I'm just like on, I think I was on aim AOL instant messenger at the time. So I was way too young to be drinking the way I oh, was. Yeah. And I was talking to my buddy and I just happened to look over at the other side of the room And the other three dudes I'm there with are all having sex with each other.
1: Oh, fun times.
0: And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. The Seinfeld, there's anything wrong with that. It's just, it wasn't my thing. And I'm looking at this and I'm talking to my buddy Emmett and I wrote him and I said, hey man, I'm really drunk and I don't want to call my parents and tell them that I'm really drunk to come get me. Could you ask Luke to come pick me up from Mike's house? Uh, They're all fucking. (laughs) And Emmett went, they're what? And I said, like, <laughs> they're, how? they're fucked. They're, they're fucking over there. Like three of them are fucking. Emmett says "Ew, dude and logs off. He's like, fuck and you, dog. you're on your own. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. F- fuck, 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 fuck man. I was like, God damn. So I just, I laid under the computer and went to sleep uh-huh. and I, I woke up the next day and yeah, there's, there's more to that story that I won't go into here. But like, so, um, the next day, though, I was absolutely 100% hungover. That was my first major hangover. Uh. Um, then, a few years later, me and my buddy uh, Brendan and Paul are drinking skull vodka with Diet Mountain Dew. And we killed an entire bottle of it. And the next day, we were supposed to go to school. And I ended up, I did go to school, but I was throwing up stomach lining. Oh. Like, you'd, I'd throw up, and there would just be like these strings of gross shit I was having to pull out of my mouth and just like oh it was real rough dude Um, and and then this next story is the longest one of the three Um, this is the one that gets a little (laughs) a little risque and I apologize but like I I love how
1: three dudes fucking each other is not even the risque story
0: (laughs) well that's because I didn't go into detail on that one this one I have to go into detail a little bit because of what happened I just I want a listener to try to explain this to me (laughs) so So this girl I know hits me up now for one, this girl was smoking like model hot. And I was friends with her sister and I told her sister, man, your sister is like smoking hot. I would really like to, you know, get to know her. And she's like, oh yeah, she won't, she won't, she's not your type. Oh, okay. So I took that as a challenge, right? So I ended up fucking that girl, uh, multiple times, but this one particular time she invites me over to her house. So I go over there, and we're sitting in her room. Uh, I walk past her dad. I say hello and everything, and he's out in the living room, which is about two doors down from her bedroom. So we go into her bedroom, and she shuts the door, and she starts pouring me shots of this booze that she has. Me and her are doing shots, and then she gets this look on her face, and she pours me a shot and hands it to me. So I take the shot, and she turns around, and she locks the door, and she pirouettes on one foot back around, and she goes, so... You want to fuck me? And I went, why? Well, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. So she turns the music up and, uh, we get to it. Yada, yada, yada. Everyone is having fun. Things happen. Um, and she, she goes, I want you to come all over my fucking face. Now I have never had a girl ask for that ever. Okay. Uh, I've those done the it. Ones you have to
1: uh, watch out for? So
0: yeah, well you say that. <laughs> so, um, The position was entered for that to be possible. I finish. And she stands up with it still on her face, goes over, turns the light on, looks into her mirror at herself with it there and just starts dancing to the music. Wow. And I'm laying there in bed like post nut just like.
1: Like the blood's going f- back to your brain and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening right now?
0: Exactly. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So she eventually like cleans it up and then she tells me like, you know, she's going to get in bed because now she's tired. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, so I I kissed her. I'm a gentleman. I don't care. It was my own. So whatever. So I, I give her a kiss and she'd cleaned up. Um, and my I'm on my way home. My buddy Danny hits me up. Hey man, you should come over. All right. So I swing by over there now after the sex I had sobered up a little bit So I wasn't super drunk at the time, right? This hangover is not to do with alcohol. By the way, (laughs) this is a drug (laughs) hangover story Unfortunately, so I show up to danny's house and he's got he just goes rattle 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 And he's got a bottle with painkillers in it Now I don't condone this listeners But me and him sat there and did a bunch of (laughs) painkillers sitting there watching wrestling, right? Just getting a buzz smoking pot just enjoying the buzz well, there's after a certain point, I don't remember anything because I guess I took too many, uh, wake up the next day. I on my own fucking, <laughs> no, 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 me and, me and Danny never fucked, but, uh, I'll wake up the next day. I'm back at my house. I'm in my own bed and laying next to me naked is Danny's pregnant sister. Oh, wow. And I was like sober. I would never touch her with your dick like straight up she's just not my type she's a bitch and uh, st- no and i'm i look over at her and i just went oh god damn it and i felt horrible for a couple of reasons one because i had done i had mixed pills and alcohol the night before and that's never a good idea so i i had don't do I, drugs I, 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 kids yeah exactly and if, if your kids listening to this fucking why anyway yeah, if your kids <laughs> listening
1: to this we need to speak with your parents
0: yes please Um, but yeah, so I walk out back and I'm just standing there and I throw up and I'm standing there and I'm like, man, I'm never doing that shit again. And I didn't drink for a long time, Jeremy. I didn't drink for a long time until this girl I knew hit me up, wanted me to go over there to drink with her. Now this was two years ago. That this fi- this is my final one. So I go over there. We get wasted. That's where I've got the half bottle of Jefferson whiskey up there. Um, we drank her entire bottle of Crown Royal and then half of that bottle. So like we were lit, and then we fucked all over her apartment. But when I woke up the next day, I was so goddamn hungover that I was hungover for three days. Jesus, I have not drank since. I have not touched. That's liquor. probably a
1: smart idea. <laughs> like.
0: like at, like, when you're hungover, like, you know how bad that sucks. And to wake up the next day and you still feel like that, it was oh, yeah. brutal. It was brutal, dude. The sex was great, but it was not worth that hangover.
1: Oh, yeah. And trust so. me, the older you get, the worse it's going to be.
0: Yeah, so now that I'm 30, I'm like, man, maybe I'll just stick to, you know, having my one Jack and Coke whenever yeah. I go out and with dinner. Like, that's it. Just one. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, those are my hangover stories. I've got plenty more. So if anybody ever wants to hear more weird party stories, I have a ton of them. Uh, I, I went through a lot of shit when I was younger. They used to call me Tank.
1: Nice. Frank so if ever, Tank.
0: <laughs> if you want to know the origins of Tank, just uh, you know, let us know in the comments on Facebook, our Facebook group. Uh, so the, the last question that we have here from the community is from one Phil. And uh, I believe that's Phil Hawkins. And he says... Uh, If a film were made about your life, who would star as you, and who who would be the love interest, and who would play the villain? Now, you wanted to flip this. Yeah, I
1: want to flip this a little bit. I want to say we cast each other's biopics. So, I say who your people would be, you say who my people would be, and then we can discuss that a little bit.
0: Okay, that could work. That could work, because I I have ideas for mine, like what I would give myself as well, but I'm interested to hear what you have, so we could do that. Um, Go ahead, if you've got ideas.
1: Let's see. I've been thinking about this a little bit since we got the question. I think who would play you would probably be Jack Black. You have similar hair, similar builds. Um, He has the musical aspect as well, so I think he would work well in that part. Yeah. your love interest uh i don't know i couldn't nail that one down um i always want to go to my go-to girl which is uh emma stone like i just love (laughs) emma stone and i flipped it to where i feel like you would be the villain like basically dalton's had enough and he just goes on just a killing spree and just tries to take out all these idiots (laughs) So you just got, like, Jack Black just running people down, Emma Stone swinging off his hip.
0: Okay, so then who would be the person trying to stop me?
1: Uh, I'm going to say Daniel Radcliffe in a sort of Guns Akimbo style. (laughs) Like, crazy, like, gun-toting bathrobe wearing Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) If you haven't seen that movie, watch that fucking movie. It was insane.
0: No, I haven't seen him. I've seen that picture of him, though. Dude, like, watch
1: that movie. <laughs> that movie is a roller coaster. All right, so I'm interested to hear who you would cast as me.
0: Uh, if I was going to pick somebody to cast as you, um, and this is strictly going off, like, your beard yeah. and, the gla- and the glasses, uh, Brian Pussain.
1: I could see that because I kind of have that weird, goofy, giant thing that he tends to be able to pull off. <laughs>
0: So like I could see that, or I could see Seth Rogen playing you. Seth Rogen
1: was my choice for me. I could see because we're both kind of goofy. He's a lot funnier than I am. I feel like, but we're both equally goofy, and he's kind of annoying sometimes too. So that that could work.
0: (laughs) Well, that's like uh, the uh, the two that I would have chosen for myself would have been either Jack Black or Jonah Hill. So yeah, I could could
1: see Jonah Hill too. Yeah, I also Um, thought a little out of left field, Mick Foley.
0: To I, can me? See, really? I can see
1: Mick Foley being you, but I mean, you're you're a better looking guy than Mick Foley, but pretty sure you would shake my hand twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would. I would. I will shake your hand three times, good sir. I might even give you a hug. Um, <laughs> your love interest. I'm going to give you the love interest that I would want for mine, which is Mila Jovovich.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I'm Ooh. not upset about that.
0: I love that lady. Or Angelina Jolie. Like Those are the two right. that have always been my like, woo, boy uh and who would be the villain in your story let's see will Farrell. Ah, uh,
1: that that's but what is will Farrell doing that i have to stop
0: oh man he is just like the most courteous driver <laughs> in the world and he's just like he's part of some big race And it's like he's always in first, but then he lets people pass at the end, and you have money riding on the race. So you're just like trying to get him to stop doing that. I don't know. I don't write movies, but you know what I'm saying. I feel like Will Ferrell. Or he could just be his character from Zoolander, but he's just trying to fuck up Formula One racing.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can see that one for sure. So who, who would you cast for yourself? I know you said Jack Black or Jonah Hill. Who would your love interest be if you could choose?
0: Oh, man. Eh, let's see. If it's not the two that I had already mentioned, then I would cast... So, <laughs> I have a thing for, for uh, English accents. Oh, yeah. Um, and I watch a YouTube channel called... Well, I watch two YouTube channels, actually. It says Outside Xbox and PlayStation Access, and they're both UK channels for those respective brands. Oh, yeah. And on Outside Xbox, there is Jane Douglas... And then on um, PlayStation access there's Ash Millman and Rosie Caddock and any of those three so any if of those any three.
1: of you ladies are listening to the podcast, shoot Dalton a pm he wants to take you out to a nice seafood dinner
0: yeah if you live in England and you know a nice a nice girl a nice or or a not nice girl <laughs> just, Send them my just way, a girl please. I mean even the girl.
1: girl part might be a little up in the air. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like I've always told people, it, it, the dick is not what bothers me. It's them looking like a dude. So like I don't <laughs> care. That, that that doesn't bother me at all. Um but I mean, preferably I do like goth girls. Just saying. I know that's like but that's become a cliche. I'm going to be one of those I, people. I liked goth girls before that shit was cool. <laughs> I liked goth girls back when it was like why do you, why the, why do you like them when you could have a supermodel? Was, the no.
1: only downside to goth girls is they wear so much fucking clothing that like when it's time to get down, you're spending 20 minutes getting corsets and shit off.
0: That's true, but that's hey, true.
1: Anticipation makes makes it better. So <laughs> let's see, true. who would I choose for my love interest? Um, so I have my real life love interest, which would be uh, Charlize Theron. Like, I uh, yeah. absolutely love her. She actually went out, she hadn't dated for a while, and a few years ago, she was on some talk show, and they were like, well, what would you look for in a guy now that you want to date again? She's like, ah, some some guy that can grow a nice beard, and I looked at my significant other, and I was like, well, this has been fun, but I've got a <laughs> date with Destiny. <laughs> but like, either awesome. her or maybe... uh. I've always liked uh, Thandie Newton. I don't know if you know who she is. She was in uh, Westworld. She was the love interest in the Eddie Murphy movie Norbit. She's been in a few different things. She's actually British, so.
0: That That doesn't ring a bell.
1: But uh, yeah, look her up. She's she's great. Um, As far as my own villain, uh, who would I want as a villain? Uh, I don't know. You got any ideas? I'm going to have to think on that one for a
0: minute. Yeah, so my my non serious answer is make the villain MGK so we can pull a Brandon Lee on set. <laughs> uh, but my, <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs> Lord, allegedly. <I> apologize allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Um. Uh. I think if I was gonna do my my villain though, for some reason, like the name that jumped out at me when I was just sitting there thinking, like first first thought was Ben Stiller. I could see, and that. I'm not sure why, but I feel like he could pull off like i feel like my movie would be a comedy and i think that he could be a good comedic villain
1: oh yeah i could see that i think i figured out mine and you're gonna laugh when i say it i think my villain would be michael Sarah, but he's being typical michael Sarah. he's doing evil shit but it's unintentional like he's accidentally doing evil shit and i have to go out and stop him (laughs)
0: The, mo- the most awkward evil genius
1: <laughs> <laughs> like he has Charlize theron locked in the trunk of his car but it's not his fault because when he was out at a restaurant the valet brought him the wrong car and he drove it home it's like now like i have a tracker on her. i have to go to break into his house and get her back but he has no idea that it's actually happening
0: hell yes <laughs> i i have one request for my movie about my life what is that? I want I want there to be a cameo from Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, absolutely! Like I want them to be my guys, like pot dealer. <laughs> so, you know,
1: so for anyone who doesn't know me, my dream in life is to be a film director. Like, I love film. I've always wanted to create movies. I've always said I love Brian Posehn. I met him last year. Really super nice guy. But he's always plays always plays like that goofy giant nerdy guy. I've always said, well, no matter what movie I make, I want there to be a scene in like a hotel or an apartment complex or something where like the main character knocks on the door and like Brian Possein answers the door in like a Hugh Hefner robe and a Speedo with like two super hot chicks under his arm. And he's like, what the fuck do you want, nerd? And it's like, oh, sorry, wrong door. He's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm about to fuck these two chicks and like slam the door and walk off like i want to put that in my movie so like brian Posey, let me know what i need to pay you when i hit hollywood i want (laughs) to make this happen
0: yeah dude that would be awesome (laughs) i've uh i've always wanted to be like a voice actor and stuff so i I feel that
1: i've always hated my voice i've never really wanted to do any of that so like i kind of wanted to be an actor when i was younger because you know who doesn't want to be an actor and be famous (laughs) But like I started to realize as I'm older, I'm like, I'm creative. I can write stories. I know how to frame shots and stuff like that. I think being a director would be amazing because I think I could take people who are genuinely way more talented than I'll ever be at acting and create something beautiful with them and not have to actually be in front of the camera for it. I think that'd be really cool. Plus, if I ever get there and I'm rich as hell and I'm a famous director, I'm gonna Alan more the shit out of it, and I'm gonna be this really weird, eccentric, like bearded guy that curses in interviews on cable TV and shit like that.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, I'll be your narrator. <laughs> or if you, if you need a funny fat guy, you know, if, you, if, if the famous funny fat guys are too expensive, I got you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like Jonah Hill's busy Dalton come do this role for me
0: yeah we're doing and a, and what was I'll...
1: that movie he did where he was a babysitter like we're making a oh s- shit we're making a sequel to this and Jonah's out I need you Dalton.
0: was it called the babysitter
1: I, I want to <laughs> say it was but I, I I can't remember offhand
0: all I remember about that movie is there was a scene where the girl looks at Jonah Hill and goes you got some big balls and he goes yeah can't buy underwear balls don't fit yeah like, it's
1: just like, dude my favorite part is when they're in the van and you hear this like wet ass fart and jonah hill turns around and looks at one of the boys he's like it wasn't me and the girl's like sitting in the front all embarrassed she's like it was me i sharded. they're like dude that was the funniest shit ever that movie's underrated that movie should get more love than it gets
0: yeah there are a few movies like that i feel like that could be another topic for another day is i say it's underrated, underrated
1: but i can't remember the name of it so maybe it's not quite as underrated as i think it is <laughs>
0: Oh well well brother, uh I think that that should probably wrap up this week. I think we're sitting at about an hour forty or so. Yeah, I think um, we're
1: doing pretty good.
0: But we made it through all the community questions and please um you know if you guys have more, uh if you wanna if you want to plug the Facebook group real quick.
1: Um yeah, if you wanna shoot us uh topics, suggestions, ask for advice or just be a part of the community, it's facebook.com slash group slash uh, yet another BS podcast, I believe. Let me double check that.
0: Um, while you're while you're double checking that, um, I also made us a little website. It's still pretty bare bones, but the, you can find the episodes and uh, the the wonderful thumbnails that Jeremy makes for each episode are on there on the episodes. And that is uh, yabspod.com. So yabspod. dot com. So y a b s p o d. dot excuse me y a b s p o d. dot wordpress. dot com. We're so is, good uh, at this. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we'll get it down eventually. This is only like, what, episode three? We'll, we'll get it down. Um, and then if you want to send us an email, like if you want to ask us a question, but you would rather, rather it remain more anonymous than putting it out there on the Facebook group, uh, it's yet another Pod at gmail.com. And you can shoot us an email and we will check that and we will a- ask your questions and keep you, keep your an- anonymity, anonymity, and whatever the fuck. Yeah, if and you want to
1: ask us something or suggest a topic, and you don't want your name to be said, yes, yeah, shoot us an email and be like, "Hey, I don't want you to say my name, but I want to know why my penis is so small or something." And yeah, we'll we'll do it for you.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if uh, if your girlfriend won't eat your butthole because you got hemorrhoids, like we'll try to help you out. Yeah, it's just, if whatever, you shoved whatever. a bunch of
1: all toys up your ass and now you don't know what to do. that's that's not our fault because we told you don't shove Altoids up your asshole on the podcast
0: that's true that's true if you didn't make it to the butter dish we got you (laughs) (laughs) anything to do with your butthole we got you
1: (laughs) yeah for some reason I can't find the Facebook URL but yeah if you're on Facebook just look up yet another BS podcast and our community page should come up ask to join shoot us topics ask for advice whatever you want us to talk about we'll talk about it
0: yes send us funny memes we enjoy those too
1: yeah the dirtier the better
0: (laughs) absolutely absolutely just like i like my buttholes anyway jeremy i think that about does it this week man so for the j man jeremy himself my name is dalton and as always guys take it easy later